Somebody please call a doctor. Your call is important to us. Please hold for the next Come available on, representative. Are you with me, Dr. Drew? And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's Dr. Drew. Midday Live with Lauren Zavon. It is Midday Live, Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew, and number is 800-222-5222. Let's go right out to California gubernatorial candidate John Cox. Uh, Mr. Cox, welcome to the program. Great to be with you, Drew. Uh, it's, it's coming down the last 36 hours, and we're going strong. I, I can, This must be so grueling to be on the campaign trail like this. What? Where are your last stops? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, I was just at a, uh, I guess I can mention the name, a Chick-fil-A, uh, you know, getting lunch, and I walk out of the bathroom, and somebody says to me, Hey, Governor, and uh, I turned to look at him, and we had a nice conversation, and I'm energized because I get people who are recognizing now and they uh, are pushing me forward. They're encouraging me. Uh, you know, I sat there talking to them, Drew, and, and I couldn't, with all of, we, we, we just couldn't believe that there would be anybody who could be happy about the way this state is being run and would want to continue to be going down the same path that, that they wouldn't want to vote for change. And that's, that's, the thing that really puzzles me about some of these polls that are coming out, I think people really do want change. I, I think so. I, 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 it's hard, you know. It, it different parts of the state, states. I, you know, we we speak to different parts of the state here on this show, and different parts seem to be seeing different things and are upset for different reasons. Um, so it's it's getting confusing to us. We because we, you know, we're not picking sides. We just sort of looked at the state the way it's going, and I think you know this. This can anybody think this is good and it's going bad fast? I mean, our roads are a mess. Our homeless situation is terrible. Taxes are going into a, a boondoggle train to nowhere. I, I I don't understand where things are good. Am I missing something? Look at it this way. You know, let's say you're a senior. Well, you're seeing the fact that you're living on a fixed income and you've got food prices that have gone through the roof, partly as a result of the housing crisis and the gas tax, because those costs are in food. So you're paying $6 for a gallon of milk or $5 for a dozen eggs, whereas in Phoenix, those things are $3 for a gallon of milk and $2 for a dozen eggs. So, you know, you can't be happy about that. If you're a parent sending your kid to these schools, you know that they're not number one in the nation. They're number 47 in the nation, so you can't be happy about that. As you mentioned, the homeless situation, if you're in one of our cities and you're seeing this, you know, human waste on the streets and, you know, uh, diseases, uh, you know, plaguing us, you, you can't be happy about that. So tell me where people are going to continue to vote for this thing. That Yeah, that is the the concern that we talk about every day on this show, for sure. Um, but, you know, people do talk about this Democratic uh, blue wave that's taking over, and a lot of people do just vote down ballot and and just want all Democrats in there. Um, you know, even the polling numbers are showing Gavin Newsom a, a far ahead. You have run a campaign that has pointed out a lot of problems that happened under his watch that he has really not addressed. Do you want to give our listeners just a... A quick slice of the things you've been talking about to yeah. voters. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and really, Lauren, you're right. Uh, you know, maybe people have nationalized this to some degree, but they have to look outside their window and see exactly what's happening in this state. the The housing crisis is putting people literally into poverty. You, 
you can't afford uh, to live in this state. I was just up in uh, Berkeley and uh, talking to some people who work in an auto body shop and who are telling me about the fact that they're commuting two hours each way. And I dare say that that's the case in Los Angeles and a lot of places, too, you know, because people move so far, far away from their work because they can't find an apartment to rent or a house to buy. And then, of course, the legislature hits them with this gas tax, which drives up gasoline prices. And a few stations I showed you in Los Angeles, it's over $5 a gallon now. People can't be happy about that. They're looking at the tumblers moving on that gas pump, and they're saying, holy cow, I, I'm not going to be able to eat tonight. So what are we, what are we doing here? Uh, uh, people are got to say to themselves, there's, there, there ought to be some changes to this. Well, what, what a lot of middle-income people, there was some data that just came out today, I, I was afraid California was going to lose its tax base because so such a small percentage shoulders most of the tax. But uh, now I've got a new concern, which is middle-income folks are moving to Las Vegas at very high rates. And new data came out today. I, I'm not surprised. I, I can't tell you how many people. And, you know, so many people have told me that if I don't win, they're moving out. So get ready for an exodus even after this. I mean, Mr. Newsom is not going to address these problems. He's going to actually probably make them a lot worse. Uh, he's already told us he wants to do away with Prop 13 protections. He's defending the gas tax. He's, uh, you know, wants to double the income tax. I can't imagine that anybody out there would think that any of those are are real good ideas. And uh, it's hard to believe they can fall for the snake oil. Let's take some calls here. This is uh, Dale. Dale, go ahead. Dale? I'll have to go back to Dale. Let's try Celia. Celia? Yes. Um, Hi, Mr. Cox. I uh, heard you on the other day. And um, I'm a Democrat, and I'm actually considering voting for you. Um, Thank you. Uh, I like what you stand for. But when you were talking the other day on KHC, um, you said that... Uh, Celia? Hello? Do we lose her? Oh my gosh, oh, we did lose wow. her. Wow. Oh my gosh, she was I was wrong. dying to hear what, what oh, she had to, to say. What, what, what did you say, I John? Really want to that <laughs> yeah, what, what were we? I don't know, but, I, <laughs> but you know what? A, a lot of Democrats, I think, are going to vote for me. Maybe they're going to surprise the pundits here uh, because, uh, you know, there's a lot of Democrats that also don't like paying what they're paying for rent and gasoline and electricity and all these kinds of things that are really impacting uh, everybody's uh, ability to you know, afford a lifestyle. Yeah, John, I was I was telling a friend of mine that the homeless situation is so abusive in Southern California particularly that uh, a significant percentage of these people need asylum. They need asylum from yeah. the law enforcement, from the public health, from the public services, from the county, from the city. And a friend of mine is going to organize a group to go to Canada and seek asylum because they need asylum. Yeah. This well, is, but, you know, here's what we... Well, here's what we need to do, uh, and I think you know you you would agree with this, uh, Doctor Drew. We need to expand conservatorship yes. over some of these people, yes. yes, so that people can be helped. basically protected no, from themselves. No, no, from their disease, yes. from their disease. It's the yes. silliest thing in the it's world that we we allow disease to to control and cause suffering. Denise, go ahead. 
Yes, I hear Mr. Cox talking about what's wrong with California, but I don't hear him fixing it. Um, and I'm a Democrat, and I would vote Democrat just because I can't stand Trump. What would you but, specifically like him to fix? Is there a specific uh, it, area? Tell me about the homeless. What are you going to do about that? All right, what let's are you going to do about the prices of gas? What are you going to do okay. about the prices of, of, of the How, housing? affordable housing? Okay, let's do that. Let's go. Oh, Those are three big things. So excellent, go ahead. Excellent, excellent questions. All right, first of all, we just talked about homeless. We're going to, of course, expand conservatorships. We're going to get people help to overcome their disease. And, you know, the, the, the issue there is that they can't identify their disease themselves because of their, their abuse right. of uh, alcohol and well, drugs. Well, even if it's not addiction, yeah. the, the certain psychiatric illnesses cause part of the disease is loss of insight into the condition. So the condition runs exactly. amok because loss of insight is part of the disease. Right. If you, if you know you have cancer, you'll do what you need to do to That's get That's right. That's right. But, but, but you know, you're, you're not that sensible with respect to these other diseases. Okay, let's talk about the fact that a lot of the homeless, too, are also pushed out of their homes by rents that are way too high. And for that, I'm in the housing business, uh, Denise. I build apartments for a living a lot less expensively in other states than in California. And in California, they're driven up by incredible bureaucracy, red tape, frivolous lawsuits, those are things that can be fixed, and I will be working. I'm going to call a special session of the legislature day one to talk about shortening the approval process, uh, streamlining the regulations, not doing away with regulation, but streamlining them so that we can overcome them a lot faster and with a lot less cost, and, and, and that's a huge issue. Uh, and uh, the third one is gasoline. Well, first of all, the get, repeal of the gas tax will result in gas prices going down. But we need to do some other things as well. You know, we, we certainly need to get uh, more oil uh, out of the ground in, in the Central Valley. I am against offshore oil drilling, but we've got a lot of oil in the ground in California. Right now, we're paying extra to truck in from other states like North Dakota and Texas. I certainly want to get us weaned off of fossil fuels. But in the meantime, we need it. We are paying way too much for it because we have to truck it in. We, we have a, a burgeoning oil industry in uh, California that provides wonderful jobs for people. We ought to be allowing that to take place. Does that mean offshore drilling? No. No. I, I specifically said I am not in favor of offshore drilling, but there's plenty of drilling that can be done in the Central Valley. There's plenty of fields, you know, Bakersfield. Uh, there's huge uh, production p possibilities there. And, again, I know... I don't want fossil fuels either. I mean, ultimately, let's get off of those. But that's not that's decades and decades away. In the meantime, I don't see why hardworking Californians should have to pay so much for gasoline. Somebody asked me uh, a interesting tweet here. I'm going to ask you, and it's um, uh, apropos to my my sort of mm, call for money out of politics. Are you indebted to any special interest groups? Good question. No, but I'll tell you what. That's a great question for me because one of the primary reasons I'm running for governor is to get reform of our broken political system. We have a legislature that's for sale. Uh, you can tell it with my opponent in this governor's race who has gotten millions of special interest money. Uh, I am not owned by any special interest. I have my own uh, assets. And let me tell you, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a reform passed in this state to take money out of our politics. And I'm not talking about it during this race, but on day one, I'm going to be talking about 
this reform. My opponent is not going to reform the system. He is a creature of this system. He likes it the way it is. I'm going to change this system because it's got to be changed. You mean when you if you just if you have uh, you agree to build a train, it's not going to cost ninety billion dollars. <laughs> is that? Oh my! God. I am going to end that train in the Central Valley, and and I'm going to use that money, by the way, to build roads and bridges. But also, I want to refund to everybody who paid it the car registration fees that they had to pay under this gas tax, which is going to be revealed as well on November sixth. Randy, tomorrow. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, hi, John Cox. It's really refreshing that uh, you're running because you really got some good points. What I haven't heard, and I've lived in California my whole life, is about cutting the budget. Where can we cut money to pay oh. for some of these things instead of spending it? So we're back well, next, Randy. I'm going to let him answer Randy. that. Go ahead. Yeah, Randy, thank you. I'm a CPA. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an accountant. And, boy, I tell you what, there is so much waste in this budget. The first thing I'm going to do is get an audit going of Caltrans, which spends twice what other states spend on a mile of road. That's waste and corruption. I'm going to audit DMV and figure out what they've been doing with our money. Uh, I'm visiting another DMV in uh, San Diego tomorrow, uh, handing out water bottles to people waiting three hours to get their licenses renewed. That's a disgrace crazy and every single government agency I and am let's, going to let's do not forget how they've also thrown a wrench in our <laughs> in our voting process too let's take that away from the dmv they clearly have oh, their hands right. full the with voter, everything else the driver registration thing I, I don't disagree with that but but the but the car had a really good question because there is basically very little incentive on the part of these politicians to to cut the budget in sacramento because the minute they talk about doing that the employee unions or some yep. other business entity, you know, defends it, and they come in huge. That's why my first thing is to get the politics, uh, get the money out of politics, get that, break that connection between these campaign funders and these uh, these politicians, and and that's you know number one on my agenda day one. John, can you stay with a few more minutes? Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're speaking to John Cox, gubernatorial candidate here in California. You're lining up calls. I want to get you as many as possible to speak to Mr. Cox. 800-222-5222. It's Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. It's Midday Live. KBC has dependable traffic when you need it the most, and it's sponsored by Lowe's. Eastbound side of the 60 freeway right around Lorena had an earlier crash, which finally has cleared. But still finding some delay here on the 60. A little slow from Atlantic on over toward Paramount. And also on the 710 freeway northbound right around Delandra, clearing up an accident here. Three right lanes are blocked, and that backing up toward Delamo southbound is affected as well. You can see it, so it's now backed up to Imperial Highway. 15 freeway northbound connector road to the east 210 has a big rig blocking lanes that's starting to back things up as well. Eastbound side of the 10 freeway from the 405 toward Fairfax. It'll be a busy drive with lanes open. And southbound 101 that's getting busy right around Melrose. On in toward downtown LA. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KBC. It's Midday Live, Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. We're speaking to gubernatorial candidate John Cox. And John, lots of calls coming in. People are thinking about it. Let's let's get them all. I can be with you all afternoon. All right, let's see what we can get here. This is uh Terry. Terry, go ahead. Hello. Hi there. Hi, Terry. Hi. Go right ahead. Hi, Terry. 
So I just wanted to state that living in California, so I'm a court reporter, and I have worked 23 years now, and the last five years I've had two jobs, and I am not, I can barely afford to pay my mortgage, my health insurance. I'm just so fed up with everything that's going on in California, the gas prices, and I'm just over it. Yeah, he's John Cox said something that made me shudder. I, I was thinking along the same lines. If they get rid of Prop 13, I, I don't know about you, Terry, but I, I'm kind of out of luck at that point. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. we're, we're all just sort of. I, I've worked over 20 years and took my first vacation because I cannot afford to do any of that. And let me tell you something else. I am a court reporter and I take depositions on a daily basis. And I take all these depositions where there are people here illegally where they're having nine and 10 kids. They're getting all these subsidies, uh, food stamps, they're getting money, they're getting free education. And, you know, they're giving, they have stolen social security numbers and I'm just, and I can't even afford medical insurance. So we need a change. Wow. Thank you, Terry. Wow. We need a change. It's all right. Gavin Newsom's going to give health care to everybody else. I'm running. All right, oh God, let's, please. Let's talk to. We only got a couple minutes here. Mark, go ahead. Yes, hello, hi. I wanted to hear uh, what Mr. Cox has to say with regards to housing. You know, it's a problem because we have such a booming demographic growth, and I'm wondering how we can yeah start, uh, the housing. Go ahead, John. Okay, but here's the issue: I can build apartments in other states. That's the business that I'm in for ninety thousand. It's 500000 to build in Los Angeles. It has nothing really to do with the demand, but for the fact that the housing costs are ballooned by government. Lawsuits, red tape, delays, all these mandates, that drives up the cost. The demand, of course, makes it so that people out there are able to buy them, but the costs are being driven up by government, government taxes, government regulations, and that's what I'm going to cut day one. Uh, you know, we're not going to cut these prices, you know, down to nothing, and we're certainly not going to get them probably down to as low as I'm, you know, paying in other states. There's no reason that we should have that big of a difference, 500000 to 90000 We can cut that a great amount by doing some streamlining. If you want to stay, I, I know you're out on the road, and I hate to keep you back, but we got more calls for you if you want to no. hang in there. You sure you're I'd up love for that? to. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I've got another uh, interview coming up in a little bit, but All I'll right. get you, some more time. You sure. tell me how to go. i got to take a little break, but when you got to yeah. go, you let me know. But people want yeah. to know about minimum wage. They want to know about yeah. um, auditing some of the government agencies to hold the, uh, uh, the budgeting accountable. They want to know about money for the train and where it's coming from and where it's going. They've got all that stuff to talk about, all right? <laughs> That's all coming up. Let's do it. All right. John Cox on the phone with us today. That's right. He's a gubernatorial candidate. Uh, again, if Gavin Newsom would like to call in, he, he will give him a chance at any point to come on along. We'd be happy to have him. Uh, our number is 800-222-5222. Gubernatorial candidate John Cox. You can call him at that number, 800-222-5222. We'll keep the conversation going. It's Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. This is Midday Live. ABC News is live and local at 2.30. I'm Jeff Whittle and a Costa Mesa fire captain who was allegedly struck by a drugged driver in Mission Viejo on Saturday died this morning. Captain Mike Kreza leaves behind a wife and three daughters, according to fellow fire captain Chris Coates. Our sole focus today 
is to support Captain Kreese's family. The 18-year department veteran was riding his bicycle off-duty on Alicia Parkway when he was hit by a van. That 25-year-old van driver was found with multiple prescription medications in his possession and was arrested at the scene. A man was shot and wounded in South Los Angeles near 6th and Slauson Avenues just before 11 this morning. The victim taken to the hospital in unknown condition. The suspect, who appeared to be in his mid-30s, ran from the scene armed with a handgun, according to the LAPD. A protester was arrested at a conservative rally in Sacramento yesterday. The Turn California Red Rally was held over the weekend with a heavy police presence, including officers on horseback. During one of the speeches, a protester challenged a person to a fight. Cops got between the two and hauled the protester off to jail. Before the rally, the conservative political group said California has become unlivable for normal citizens, while the protesters called for people willing to help out if a fight broke out. Jason Campadonia, NBC News Radio. Spending on the races for California's congressional seats is $40 million higher than it was in 2016. The D.C.-based Center for Responsive Politics reports that the total outlay for our midterm elections is $150 million, with two-thirds of that being spent by Democratic candidates. The District 22 race in Tulare between Republican incumbent Devin Nunes chair of the House Intelligence Committee and his Democratic challenger Andrew Jans has drawn the most contributions, nearly $20 million worth. A stunt woman for the hit 1970s TV show Wonder Woman has died at the age of 72. Kitty O'Neill was one of Hollywood's first stunt women. The 5'2 O'Neill was also deaf, but she was honored with her own Mattel action figure and was subject of a 1979 TV movie in which she was portrayed by actress Stoddard Channing. Talk Radio 790K, ABC Sports. Clippers host Minnesota tonight. They're 3-1 and one at Staples Center so far this season. Dallas was hosting Tennessee on Monday Night Football, and that sports on 790K, ABC. Traffic, a market check, weather, and more. Dr. Drew Midday Live next, KABC Newstime 232. KBC has dependable traffic when you need it the most, and it's uh, northbound 605 freeway right around Valley. Also working on a crash here, the left lane blocked, and that now backing up toward the 60. 710 freeway north at Alondra, three right lanes have been blocked, and that's all due to an accident. Delays here from the 405, you got southbound delays coming away from Imperial Highway. 15 freeway northbound, connector road to the eastbound side of the 210. Got a big rig here blocking lanes, delays from Foothill Boulevard. Eastbound side of the 10, 20th Street on over toward Crenshaw. That's going to be busy, but you will find all lanes open. Southbound Hollywood Freeway, that's going to be busy as well from Melrose on in toward downtown L.A. We've also looked at a busy drive for the southbound side of the 5 from the 710 all the way out toward the 605. Found some delays along the northbound 405 heading into West L.A. That's going to be busy for you right around the 105. And for the most part, into the valley, it's going to be busy for you most of the way to about Getty Center Drive. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KABC. KABC SoCal weather. It'll be sunny and mild for the rest of the afternoon. Highs will be in the mid-60s near the coast, mid-70s downtown, 80 for the high in the valleys. And right now it's actually 81 in Newhall, 68 in Laguna Beach at 76 in Walnut. And, of course, you'll vote tomorrow, November 6th, and then count on smart election coverage with John Phillips and Lauren Zavon to break it all down for you. I'm Jeff Whittle, 790K ABC News. Pros in the know start with Lowe's and save 5% on eligible purchases every day made with the Lowe's business credit account. That's 5% savings in-store and online. Subject to credit approval cannot be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only.
KABC News is sponsored by Lowe's. News. I like the way that they report the news. Talk. They're honest critics. Evolve. It's pretty thought-provoking and funny as hell. <laughs> 790. 90. ABC. It's ominous music. Midday here we are. Midday live. Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. Our number is 800-222-5222. We have gubernatorial candidate John Cox, who's with us just for a few more minutes. So let's see what we can get, some calls we can get to. All right? John? Sounds great. All right. Let's, let's start yeah, with some. Here. I'll give you some easy ones. Steve, go ahead. Hi. <laughs> I don't care. Go ahead, Steve. Hello? Yep, Steve. Well, hi, uh, Lauren, Drew, Mr. Cox. Thank you for fighting for our state. Thank you. I mean that. Thanks. I, I was born and raised oh, here, and I've watched this place become what it is. And um, what I want to ask is, say things go sideways tomorrow and you don't win. I'm voting for you, and so is my wife. Say things you don't win tomorrow. What what, what do we do next? What what, what do we? How do we fight for, for, for our, the greatest state and the greatest country in the world? How do we do that? Great question, Steve. Well, well yeah. First of all, I am going to win tomorrow, Steve, so don't worry about that. Uh, I think people oh. are going to vote uh, you know, intelligently and, and vote for change. Uh, but I'm going to be involved, and uh, we're going to get this legislature, uh, you know, reformed. Uh, this is one of the big reasons I'm, I'm running. Uh, this state is, should be a whole lot better and a whole lot better managed. Uh, we have uh, the best legislature money can buy, and we need to get money out of it and get back to really meeting our representatives and have them elected from the neighborhoods. And that's one of the things that I'm going to be talking about as governor and uh we'll get that done uh natalie go ahead hello hey there hey natalie hi how are you listen i'm a former democrat now independent and i love this guy <laughs> you are i appreciate that you are i like what you're saying we do need change i'm gonna vote for you i'm gonna tell all my friends to vote for you here's my question too how do yes. we separate the national politics from our oh, that's a good state question. level? Great question. Yeah, yeah I wish I wish we because we we got some big problems to solve here. So go ahead there, John. How how do we do what? Did you so, say? How do we separate our state politics from the national um, rhetoric or oh, national that's politics? That's a huge question. Yeah. That's a huge question because you know Mr. Newsom is trying to tie it all together with national because he doesn't want to address the issues here. Listen. This is up to the voters. This is up to the voters of this state to say, the heck with the fights with Washington. I want California fixed. I'm sick of the high housing prices. I'm sick of the high gas prices. I'm sick of the schools that are 47th in the nation, uh, the crime uh, wave that we're having, the homelessness issue. You know, it's all about bringing it back local and getting people involved on a local basis. I I really believe that that's the answer to this. You know, this state is wonderful, but it's gotten so big that our politics has gotten away from us. I want to bring it back down to the neighborhoods, and, and that's going to be a big theme of, uh, of mine when I'm the governor of the state. Thank you, Natalie. Uh, let's see. It's this, uh, Give me right. a tough one. Yeah, let's mm -hmm. start right here. How about uh, Dorit? Go ahead, Dorit. Yes, uh, candidate Cox. Hello, thank you for taking my call, Dr. Drew. Yeah. 
Um, I have a couple questions. I uh, first, first of all, I've lived in Orange County for uh, 40 years. Um, owned an attorney service for 21 years. Uh, lived in Mission Viejo. Bought a house there. Also in Irvine and other cities. So here's the problem that I have seen uh, time and time again. Basically, you have people coming in here from a different de- demographic, willing to pay prices and rent that are upwards of $2,500, $3,000 per one small bedroom, and I'm talking about 750 square foot. That is what is going on in, in, in Orange County, California, all the time, and that is why the average American is no longer able to compete with these typically very wealthy Asians who come into Irvine and other cities and are willing to pay that price. So they're the ones who are the ones renting as opposed to the average American who works for minimum wage. So I see that problem as as a very big one. My question to you is, what would you do to curb what I view as a serious immigration problem, not the Mexican immigration, but the one that comes through the airports and goes unscrutinized all the time and drives our costs up all the time because they come here with a lot of money. John? Well, certainly this is a great place to live and everything else, but we need to build more of competition. Listen, the reason those prices are so high are two reasons. One, you, you just mentioned the demand, but it's also the cost structure. So many communities are just driving costs up by charging huge impact fees, huge taxes, frivolous litigation, outrageous mandates, regulations, red tape, delays. What we've got to do is get government streamlined and get them to approve uh, you know, new building a lot faster. We'll, there'll be plenty of competitors who will come in and build new apartments if we can get this done. We also have to do some smart growth ideas and have, you know, expansion beyond just a, 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 a tiny core like, like Irvine. We need to have a, a, a dozen of Irvines in other spots where people can work, people can live, people can enjoy a nice, uh, you know, lifestyle. We, we, we have it a little bit too centralized, and we need to do some, some more smart growth uh, uh, matters. John, uh, I have to take another break. I imagine I have to let you go. Do you have another interview to do? Yes. Okay, well... Yeah, i got another interview i got to get to, but I really appreciate all the callers and just tell people to, to vote for change. That's really, it's up to them. All right. John Cox. Tomorrow's the day. Thank you, John. Gubernatorial candidate, Republican Good here luck. in California. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Drew. Great to be with you. This is Midday Live. KBC has dependable traffic when you need it the most. 605 North in Valley have been working on a crash backing up to the 60. 710 North right at Alondra, also still working on an accident here. And that continued. In fact, they just opened lanes. They just opened the three right lanes, but still very busy from the 405 North 710 at Alondra and still busy both directions. Eastbound side of the 10 freeway, 20th Street on over toward Crenshaw. That's going to find some delays. And southbound 5 getting busy at 710. That's a tough one all the way out toward the 605. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KBC. Eight hundred two 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 five two 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 is the phone number. Midday live, Lawrence Vaughn, Doctor and Lauren. You th- you're going to give us a little movie review? <laughs> well, I was just <laughs> thinking that I saw Bohemian Rhapsody over the weekend, um, and it's like um, it's like a PG thirteen version of Freddie Mercury's life. Right. It was like if it you know you had to tell his story in a after school special. That's what it was. <laughs> but it's a great story, and you know 
when we were sitting here during this election cycle thinking about how awful everything is and how much hate there is and how bad everything is and it, it's very easy to think the world is getting worse the world is getting worse where you know everything everything is awful and i'm watching that movie and i'm thinking oh my god we cured aids Right. That's no longer a death sentence right. for young men. I mean, and and I, I, I argue in the history of medical science, there's never been anything close to that campaign against that disease. A new disease emerged. It's epi- it was characterized. Its epidemiology worked out. An education causi- campaign. Causative agent found and effective treatments. Took us one thousand years to do that with syphilis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So wow. just to compare that to other, uh, you know, sort of, or pneumonia or many other things. So it, it was remarkable. So yes. And, 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 and the other thing, I hope it portrayed how, how just horribly sad that period was. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Grim. I, and very few, and I, was, I was working in it every day and there's nobody around that remembers it. It's crazy because everyone's dead. Well, that's not true. There are plenty of people. Well, yeah. From I mean, when from, I was working in the well, mid eighties, there's a definitely a generation of. Uh, they're just gone. They're yeah. not the people I was working with. They just that was it. They they we didn't we couldn't do anything, and uh, it was one of the saddest chapters. I I'll, I I mean I I well I, that's why you watch this movie and how sad it is and how you know to know that you're that there's nothing they can do for you that it's a death sentence and I'm like wow look what we have done in my oh, generation. Listen, it's what propelled me to get on the radio. Because I was like, hey, someone's got to talk about someone's this. Someone's got to explain. And, and yeah. I was telling people every day that there was nothing I could do and they're going to die in six months. I don't know I'm how just, you do that as a doctor. It must it be, was, it must be it mind was numbing. Cra- it was numbing. It was crazy. And it was, oh. oh. Anyway, let's get some. Because <laughs> these were lovely men. Of I mean, course. They, were just, they were just lovely. And uh, they took them. You know, it makes me emotional to talk about. I don't, I don't blame you. Okay. John, what do you want to talk about? Go ahead. Well, after hearing that, I, I feel bad by talking about the bad stuff. Well, let's yeah, do it. Well, okay. We did too. We got weird and guilty during the commercial. We break. felt bad that we are <laughs> such buzzkills over here. We always talk about everything that's wrong, but uh, you know there are some bright spots. So go ahead. Yeah, I feel like a bad guy now. No, well, no. Um, well, I, I just wanted to say, um, you know, well, there's a couple of things. First of all, I like to buttress what the court reporter was saying earlier. Um, and, you know, I think the the big pink elephant in this room is illegal immigration. She talked about what she sees on a day-to-day basis at court. That's the front line of uh, the, the litigation of, it, mm-hmm. of, of all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. so she sees it. Also, uh, the African-American ladies, um, I'm following her suit too. I think I'm going to become more like a, a conservative uh, Democrat or, or, or independent. You know, I, to me, the whole Trump thing, of course, I don't like his character. I don't like some of his proclivities on, on, proclivities on, mm-hmm. yeah. on, on how he acts. But no one has been more robust against illegal immigration. I don't see how black people, I need African-Americans, fellow African-Americans, to tell me where Trump is racist against us. To me, he helps us more than anyone because of the, because of the immigration, immigration issue. Thank you, John. Thank you for saying that. Uh, because yeah. we have been talking about the show. If I was an African-American, I would be absolutely outraged that the Democrats want to give uh, open borders and give and healthcare. Uh, health free health care and, and have education and everything to- where the only minority that deserves uh, you know favors from this country is the african american community that that, that should has be a claim. they have a claim they have a claim yeah. Yeah. yeah not people coming up from honduras this is insanity Oh, it's, it's so insane. You know, I... I hey, John, John, I'm going to give you a yeah. chance to talk after the break, all right? You mind? Hold on a second. It's Midday Live. News. Talk. Evolve. Talk Radio 790. KABC. 
Midday Live, Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. John, I want you to finish what you were saying there. I'm sorry I didn't interrupt. Go ahead. Okay, you know, thanks for thanks for letting me hang over. Uh, I was thinking about your your, your question, Lauren, you know, why do Democrats want to open these borders? You know, to me, it's like they are, um, they're, you know, they're comfortable with their lives. You know, their family are comfortable, you know, financially. They're not, they're not in the front line, so to speak, mm-hmm. like most of us. Their jobs aren't there. at risk. No, they they don't. They're not. They're not having to go from A to B to C. It's like like the movie stars. It's easier for them to say that because they got tons of money. But somebody who's trying to build a living, build, pay for school, pay for kids, it's really hard, right? And it's like it's like it's like yeah, and it's like they're living off the the, the plight of their own so called people. You know, it's uh, I get on a bus. I I I I I park my car and I and I get catch the bus work because of the gas. Now I'm going to sound like a cynical racist type person right but to me i'm just being pragmatic i counted how many latinos were on this bus as opposed to white there was 30 latino people one white person and myself do you know how long it takes to go to an emergency room now as opposed to how it used to take how long it used to take it takes literally forever mm-hmm. i mean i know people and i know people need help i'm not that type of person you know there's a McDonald's, and I hate to share, the, you know, Dr. Jude, you know how bad I eat sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a McDonald's next door, right? And there was this white girl who worked there, and I used to see her all the time. All of a sudden, I stopped seeing her, so I go across the street. She works at the grocery store now. I said, why'd you leave? And she told me it was because the, the, of the, you know, Latino situation, that there's mostly them working there, working there. And she just kind of felt, she didn't say it, but she kind of felt that there was some kind of like favoritism like going on mm. there. You know what I mean? And I don't know, and, and I know she's not a racist person either, because right before I asked her that question, there's two little Latino kids in line that she just took her time with. She was sweet with them. She helped Sure, them, but if you you're know, working somewhere like, and everybody's speaking Spanish, you're going to feel a bit left out, too. Um, uh, it, 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 I can imagine how she felt. So bottom line is what I'm trying to say is um, I think Republicans or Democrats they just don't care. It's just all about them. It's all about right. Uh, yes, John. It's, that's it's right. About Democrats the, and and that's and the bar, John. That that is the part that I'm sick of. Is that is that it's it's, crazy. They, they do what is politically expedient. I think I think we got to get money out of politics, and we got to hold people accountable for for the mistakes. For, yeah, because for when we as, hand over our money, as, as we say, and they don't do what they promised to do, and as things get worse for us. That just put it just the political rhetoric to keep themselves in office. We we got to call them out for that. Uh, very quickly, thank you, John. Bill, real quick, Bill. Oh, hey, Dr. Drew, uh, Bill Watkins, alcoholic from Los Angeles, old friend. Uh, deregistered a year and a couple months ago. I thought I was ex- expatriating, I'll say. Um, so I was thinking of doing that, but I stayed deregistered. Just find the system so corrupt, it's not worth it, especially the private campaign spending that's been mentioned. On the show, it's uh, it's just I don't see um, a reason to do it. I'd rather sort of just whine about it right now. Well, I, but, I, <laughs> but but theoretically, you have to earn the right to yeah, whine about you, it. You Bill. have a right mm-hmm. to whine if you don't, don't participate. And I, I wish you would. I wish I, I want everyone participating. I mean, it is about the collective will without the tyranny of the majority. We do not want tyranny of the majority. We want a collective expression. Of, of a will that moves us in the right direction. So we're all getting the benefits of this great country of ours. And tomorrow is our opportunity to express that. That's right. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, John. Thank you all for calling. Thank you, John Cox, spending extra time with us today. 
Um, is Jillian coming back today? Is that what I heard? Like, oh, so Jillian will be back. Uh, Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for calling. This has been Midday Live. <laughs>